Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task, especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 804-888-8888. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5. or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmanallergy.com. In 1984, Charles McDaniel capped off his third straight season leading UVA in tackles and was named first team All-ACC. McDaniel has continued a legacy with a career of a different approach, helping move individuals and companies with ease. Since 2005, McDaniel has served as the CEO of Hildrup, one of the most acclaimed moving companies in the U.S. Whether moving near or far, Hildrup will show you why they are the best moving services company. Next time you need help moving, go to Hildrup. 
Com. This is Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, diehard Wahoo Frank Maloney and former UVA basketball standout Jim Hobbo Hobgood break down the Cavaliers each week in a way that only Frank and Hobbo can provide. Brought to you by Ortho Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press. Good evening, Wahoos and ACC fans. Frank and Hobbo in studio. Another exciting edition of Who's Talking coming to you live tonight. Frank and Hobbo in studio, as always. It's show number 483. Who's counting? And we are. We are. Because <laughs> when we get to 500, we're in the, uh, it's gonna the be Richmond Sports Hall of Fame, right, Skip's, Skippy? Skip's going to throw a party for us. That's you know? right. You, you, I would think this studio would probably chip in. Uh, maybe they'll bring in Parney Parnell to be the live entertainment. <laughs> I'd, I'd ask Skip to get us a balloon, but Biden would shoot it down. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, it was a tough week for the the basketball Wahoos, and uh, you know, in a in a some, a sad bit of news, I, I think we need to take a moment and recognize the fact that a good friend and one of the best coaches to ever graced the uh, the sidelines of any basketball court, much less UVA. Uh, Terry Holland passed away recently, and um, the news hit the airwaves very early this morning. And, uh, you know, Terry was the basketball coach at UVA from 75 to 1990. Uh, not only did I know him when I was in school, but I got to know him through the VAF and all the great things he did later as an athletic director. Uh he took UVA to the ACC tournament in 76 up in Landover. They won the championship first time with Wally Walker, who was just on the show last week. Um, he took Virginia to two Final Fours in 1981 and 84. Um, Virginia Virginia fans were apoplectic during those years. It was the most exciting thing. And then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, he served as the athletic director at Virginia from 1994 to 2001. Uh, Jim Hobgood, my partner, had the good fortune to get to know Terry as a graduate assistant coach for a brief period of time. Do you want to talk about that, Jim? Yeah, I mean, um, was involved with Coach Holland. Um, you know, I always talk about the the five or six people that had the greatest influence on Virginia athletics over the last fifty years, and you have to talk about George Welsh, you have to talk about Gene Corrigan, and you have to talk about Terry Holland. And maybe one or two others. So it's it's very select company. Uh, and this is a day we, we knew it was coming, but it's still tough when you get the news. I got a text message from uh, Bobby Stokes this morning, um, and Bobby obviously was the physician that was caring for Terry in these last uh, months. So it was tough, but uh, we got one of Terry's great players on the line now, Mark Ivoroni. Mark, uh, we probably should open with any thoughts or reflections you would like to share about Coach Holland. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, it's it's a sad day, and as you said, uh, Hubble, people knew that uh, Alzheimer's is a ravaging disease, and uh, you know, he, he and Ann handled it with dignity. 
I must say, I, I got to see Terry on a couple of occasions within the last year. And, you know, I, I sent this to Ann today that, you know, Terry was like a second father to me. And my dad helped me get to the to Virginia and one of many people. And then Terry took over the reins and he had a tougher job because I wasn't living in his house. That came later. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just ter- Terry was a very um, personable man, and he um, he always he always made you feel comfortable, uh, except at practice, <laughs> <laughs> because that wasn't his job. In practice, his job was to make you uncomfortable so that you'd be ready for games. And in at the time, the toughest conference in the in the country, and he uh, he struck a great balance. You know, he off the court he was that personable, uh, caring, uh, truly interested in you and your, and your, uh, academics and in what was the best thing for you to be as a, as a person, as a young man, uh, not just because, Hey, you know, you got to make sure you're ready for the game. He was just, you know, making sure that you were ready for student life and, and, uh, and all the things you needed to do. And, you know, sometimes I listened and sometimes I didn't, I have to admit, mm-hmm. Uh, but he always was there with the kind word. He was always there uh, with support and advice. And, you know, Ann, like many coaches' wives, doesn't get a lot of uh, credit, nor do they want it. But they are were an integral part of all uh, the people you will talk to about Terry and Ann uh, of the Virginia experience. You know, their home was open. Their home um, was I would say a five-minute walk from University Hall. Um, my wife Caroline and I uh, actually, in between basketball seasons, when I was a pro, um, I needed a short-term rental. Virginia was the Charlottesville was the perfect place for me to train in the off-season because of all the support I had there, and um, and they opened up their basement to me, the Ralph the Ralph Sampson basement uh, apartment. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that's a famous location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, that's where our firstborn, uh, Kenton, came into the world. And we named my uh, my oldest son after Kent Needlin, who unfortunately just passed away from a series of strokes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that doesn't give people an idea of just how close-knit the Virginia basketball family uh, has been, uh, then I'm not sure what will. But it, it all started with Terry, and, and, and Terry was uh, part of the – you know, the Holland team of Terry and Ann. And well, you're right. Uh, like, he was really you know. the patriarch of the family. And uh, I, I agree with your comments about second father. I mean, a, a college basketball coach, part of it is you spend so much time. You know, you, you travel together, you play together, you practice together. Oftentimes guys choose to live together. So it really is, it's a family and it's, you know, 12 to 15 players, I guess, depending on what year it is. So it's it's not like a football team where there are eighty five guys. It, it's a relatively small group, and I, your point's well taken about a- and uh, I, I think they met when they were in elementary school or middle school. <laughs> so they they basically had spent their whole life together, and and our our thoughts are really with Ann uh, tonight, and and Kate, and Ann Michael, and and, and the family because uh, they knew too that this day was coming, but when it actually the reality of it hits, it it's got to be uh, uh, difficult. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, because you have a special person there. This is not someone who is, uh, you know, 
distant. This is someone who really uh, was close to certainly his immediate family, but um, he just did a great job of uh, getting people to work together. Let's uh, use a basketball term here and pivot from the the sad news of Coach Holland just to the current team. Obviously, a disappointing week last week with losses to BC and Carolina on the road, but you know the the future's ahead of them. They they still have two big games this week against the Clemson team that had a big win over NC State and uh, Louisville on Saturday. And if if they win these two games, and I I expect Miami will beat Pitt, they still have a chance to finish tied for first, even though they would be the third seed. So it, it's not like all is lost. Uh, as a former coach, uh, what would you do to uh, rally the troops, so to speak? Well, number one, I'd find out where the where the holes are, uh, and then make sure you shore up the holes and start emphasizing things that have caused the losses. Um, you know, you can give a speech, but you know, speeches are, they're not good for long term. You got to got to get back in the in the on the practice court. Um, I think you know they'll look at film, obviously, um, and they'll see, they'll see some technical things. And but uh, you know, it's it's not easy when another team is hot and you're not. And you know, you look at. Uh, at Boston College and UNC, they both came out hot shooting the ball. Um, and I think number one, you got to address the fact that you know you can't give teams confidence early on in games. You know, Boston College did not have a good record, but it's it's that they get confidence early. And yeah, hey, both games are on the road, and you get that crowd involved, and you got an uphill battle. And Virginia's been always under under. Uh, you know, Tony been capable of great comebacks and stuff, but you don't want to get in the habit of that and and fall short. So, number one, how do we get off to better starts? Um, and I'm sure he'll address that, or pretty sure. Uh, and if, if that's effort and if that's uh, making sure you close out better on the three-point shooter, you know, it's a tough game when people are shooting three-pointers. Let's face it, it's all about spreading the floor these days, driving and kicking. And if uh, if you can't guard the ball, I mean, the other thing is, I think Tony's teams have always been very good defending the ball handler, um, and everybody's everybody's practicing their ball handling. So I know it's gotten tougher, and the athleticism is off the charts compared to our days back in the last century. But if you if you're always helping and recovering, and those shooters get a little whiff of a of an early basket or two from three, you know, you're fighting an uphill battle. So those two things, I think, just effort. And energy early, and then uh, making sure we contain the ball without having to help too much. Hey, um, Mark, uh, Frank Maloney here. Um, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, <clears throat> I'm curious uh, if you could describe uh, Coach Holland um, in just a few sentences or two. How would you describe what type of coach he was when he was at Virginia when you played for him? Well, I think number one, he was a he was a defensive uh, principal coach that uh, you know, and he taught the slide drill, uh, which is you know breaking it down to its absolute fundamental drill. This is how we this is how we slide uh, to in a stance to guard the ball. Uh, you know, we would do the the whistle and the one one slide and and then the next foot. And if you didn't do it right, I mean, he would he'd stop practice and get you right, and then we'd go on. But he was very fundamentally sound uh, offensively, and he also knew. Hey, at that point in the career, he didn't in my career he didn't have Ralph Sampson. 
he didn't have the firepower that uh, Ralph uh, could generate uh, from people helping on him. And so he really emphasized the defensive part and keeping the game going at a, at a tempo that didn't allow all the athletes from NC State, Carolina, and Maryland to go, go crazy on, on you. So, you know, transition defense, one-on-one defense, help defense, and, and something that I really grew into, and that was being physical. Uh, that became my, um, you know, one of my trademarks. Uh, I didn't play in a physical league when I was in high school. It wasn't a very competitive league in Long Island. It was a good league, but I, I was six eight, two hundred and eight pounds. I mean, so here I am in the ACC, and I'm playing against Mitch Kupchak and Ed Stahl from Carolina, and um, you know Tim Stoddard, NC State, you know all these names. A lot of your viewers, and listeners might not know, but. They, you know, they were going to beat the crap out of me. <laughs> so Terry, Terry just, you know, he said, you're either going to play that way or you're not going to play. And so uh, I fought, I battled, and that came from Terry Holland. And um, he also was, you know, really into the conditioning. You know, we did drills until it became second nature. And um, and we did them until we were just like, I, I can't do that again. And somehow he'd say, we're doing that again because we haven't done it right. Yeah, I remember uh, you and Steve Castellan had some uh, interesting practices. Uh, I know I, I got to a practice late one day because I had a class of all things, and uh, I think you and Steve were both bloody as I walked in, and I'm trying to think, what's going on here? This is practice. That, it was not like a Coach Gibson practice. Uh, we were a little softer in those days. But the other thing about Coach Holland that's amazing is you mentioned a mentor. I, I wrote down some of the names of his assistant coaches that went on to be head coaches, Mike Schuler, Jim Laranega, who's obviously still coaching, Craig Littlepage, Seth Greenberg, Jeff Jones, Dave Odom. Uh, there, there's a lot of wins uh, in those coaches that at one point in time or another were on Terry's bench. Yeah, I mean, they all, they all learned from Terry, and they all you know, emphasized defense, and they all knew that you've know, you got to adapt to your personnel like Terry did with his early teams and uh, got the most out of us. And then later on came Jeff Lamp and got the most out of uh, Jeff Lamp led teams and Ralph. And then, you know, Ralph leaves and sure enough, Terry was great at getting people to, to develop during the season uh, where by the end of the season, okay, all right, we didn't have a great ACC record. We didn't finish first, second or third, but we were a better team than we were when we started. And that's why you had those upsets at the end. That's why you had, uh, you know, the Olden Polonese, Rick Carlisle, uh, Kenton Edelin, uh I think Ricky Stokes team uh, getting to the to the final uh, four. You know, that, in, in that a Jimmy surprising Miller too? fashion. Right, yeah, 1984. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Jim, Jimmy Miller, yeah. So uh, I shouldn't forget him. He was a big part of that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was another trademark of him. I, the bloodiness, I don't know about any blood with uh, – I think I think I had some blood going with Otis, but not with cats. cats uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. I, I, I was probably flailing away and throwing elbows. But, uh, yeah, they were physical. And, and you know what? The, the good thing about it was when practice was over, we were all best friends. We were all buddies. And I never there was never any clicks on, on Terry's team that I know of. Um, you know, everybody was was treated as equals by Terry, and he didn't. You know, he might have favored some guys because he was going to help the team win. But in terms of treatment off the court or treatment in practice or, you know, Terry was very good at, at getting people to, you know, accept their roles. And, you know, he defined them well. And if, and if they didn't, well, you know, 
that's that's probably the reason why I became a uh, a graduate assistant who was practicing with the team in '81 when we went to the Final Four, was because I think he had a couple of guys who just weren't buying in, and, and he ended up uh, you know redshirting them. Well, and uh, people may forget you did two years on the radio immediately before I did it. And uh, matter of fact, you were kind enough to call me to give me a heads up that you were uh, gonna, not going to be able to do it the following year and. Mac McDonald and I teamed up for a long time, which I really enjoyed. But, Mark, uh, we always enjoy, enjoy uh, talking with you. Sorry it's kind of a sad occasion uh, tonight, but we really appreciate your reflections. Uh, wish you the very best and uh, hope we'll see you in Charlottesville before too long. Yeah, I'll be up this weekend. I hope to run into you. Absolutely. Mark Ivoroni, great former WHO and 76 ACC champion. We'll be back after these messages with our Ortho Virginia Injury Report with Dr. Boyd Rawls. Stay tuned. You're listening to Who's Talking. At Kelleher, we've been serving the metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products. In addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, generator, and heating oil needs. With the fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue, serving you since 1968. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fans. TheSaber.com. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest-growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day, at all four of our Richmond locations, with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Light drafts. All day, every day, at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces. Whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, Garlic Parm, Apple Butter Barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour, only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. 
That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrists, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all of the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. The only way to get closer to the Cavaliers is to make the team. This is Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. Who's Talking is back. Se- segment two, we've got Dr. Boyd Rawls in Ortho, Virginia, scheduled. I don't think we've heard from Dr. Rawls, have we? No. Oh, he's there. Okay. God. Holy cow. He is reliable. And Linnell, uh, Linnell did not give me the thumbs up until I was midway through my pitch. While we're thinking about it, next Monday's show uh, has Dan Bonner joining us, our frequent guest, and who else? And Tim O'Shea to give us a little lacrosse perspective and – the mighty Virginia lacrosse team is off to a really good start and looking like the team we thought they were going to be. They look like the number one ranked team that they are. That's so, right. And uh, we have Dr. O next week as well. Yes, you can't beat Dr. O, man. Dr. O is great. Unless you got Boyd Rawls. And, Boyd uh, Rawls is good, too. Well, he's great, too. Not good. He's great. Yeah, thank goodness. He's You're like l- Tony the Tiger and the Frosted Flakes. He's, he's great. great. All right, Boyd, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. Boyd, we're, uh, we're glad to have you in Ortho, Virginia with us at all times. It's got to be the first time Frosty Flakes was part of your introduction. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your kids like Frosted Flakes. Are, are they, have they aged out of that? They have not. Yeah, Frosted Flakes, the generic version uh, <laughs> these days. Hey, I haven't um, aged out of it yet, yeah. and I'm really old. <laughs> <laughs> you're a big, you're a big kid from way back. At least that's what Linda says. All right, that's... so uh, there's been a lot of speculation. There's been no media uh, interviews, comments, reports from UVA concerning Reese Bigman, but there's been a lot of conje- conjecture online, and Habo and Frank both are a little suspicious of Reese Bigman's health. Uh, in recent games, Reese Bigman has scored eight points against Carolina. He scored six points against BC. And the game prior to that, what did he have, Hubbo? He had a few, but the, the two games prior to that, Louisville only had three points in the win at Louisville. So yeah, his production so, his production has definitely been curtailed. So his his 
ability to elevate, drive, adjust with his shot uh, on on possessions. I think it implies that his leg is sore, achy, and and that that hamstring slash hyperextended knee is uh, seeking a little relief, and he, he doesn't get enough time between games for him to fully recover. Uh, yep. if, that, if that is the case, and this is pure speculation, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. You know, a powerful player like that, particularly with that sort of injury, you know, earlier on in the season, I mean, those things tend to, tend to you know, kind of follow you around for, for a long time, and particularly kind of coming down the, the home stretch here with, you know, a lot of a lot of play. You know, got the ACC tournament coming up to finish out the season, and then, you know, hopefully the NCAA tournament. I mean, there's not really much time for – for rest, um, you know, for somebody like that, and that's really what those injuries need. And let me um, ask you this, Boyd, you know, but if, if we're optimistic, the ACC tournament could potentially be three games in three days. How much of a strain would that be, uh, particularly if the, the hamstring is still a little sensitive? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that may be tough for him. I mean, we've got some other, you know, some other good players on the bench, but yeah, I mean, he, he's a, he's really, has historically been a powerhouse for us, and you know, yeah, I mean, I think three three back-to-back games like that, particularly if you're you know, in a tournament setting where, you know, I guess theoretically each game gets more difficult, um, you know, that, that definitely is something that uh, they're probably, you know, looking at. And for a hamstring, is that, you know, I mean, the, the, the indication always is that the best thing is just rest, but if it happens during the season, that's the one thing you can't get. So is that, that, is that the problem? I think so, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm sure they're doing everything they possibly can you know, assuming that's the case, uh, you know, to try to t- get him healthy, keep him healthy, and, you know, keep him, you know, playing at the level that they can. But, you know, really, and it's not an injury that you necessarily have to, um, you know, kind of ride the bench for until it heals like, a, you know, something else. But, um, you know, and sure, he's been productive for us, just not, not to the level that, 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 would, that we'd like. Well, you know, I'm looking at, at the Carolina game stats, uh, 4 of 11 from the field, over two from three point line, zero two from free throws. He did have four defensive rebounds. He had um, one personal foul and he drew three fouls. He did have six assists, which is pretty remarkable. Uh, yeah. But I just noticed against BC, particularly, he uh, he only played thirty three minutes. He played uh, over thirty six minutes against Carolina. So Tony and his staff, I know you know he's talking to Ethan Saliba every chance he gets. They don't think it's an issue because you wouldn't be playing the the young man thirty six minutes if this was bothering him. But I don't think he's playing anywhere close to what he's capable of. And he's a he's a pretty clever game ready heady type of player, and he's very competitive. Mm-hmm. He like he loves making steals. And if you don't yeah. have that burst, you're not going to make steals, right? So I just yeah. I, mean, he, I wonder about that. Yeah, he seems like the type who's, who's if he can play, is going to play. You know, well that's so. that's true of most good players. You want to be out on the floor even if you're not 100. percent But Boyd, uh, yeah, we appreciate your time as always. Not only you, but Ortho Virginia, all that you've done for us through the years, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. We're going to go to break now, the second half hour. James Ireland coming on to join us to talk a little lacrosse for the number one team in the country, the Wahoos. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
This is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit for virginiaathleticsfoundation.com At Kelleher, we have been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products in addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical generator and heating oil needs. With a fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue serving you since 1968. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. 
Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hopka on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, welcome back. Second half hour of tonight's show. We're going to go to James Ireland uh, momentarily here. Just uh, real quick, uh, not next week. We not only have our regular Monday show at 6 o'clock, but we will have two special editions from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina on Wednesday and Thursday. So uh, make a note of that. Uh, We don't have the exact start time yet. That will depend on the tournament seating of Virginia, Virginia Tech, and VCU but it'll be in the uh, neighborhood of 5 o'clock or 5.30, 6 at the latest, I would think. So uh, Frank and I look forward to that, being down at the old tournament site. And one last uh, note relating to lacrosse, the home game this weekend against Richmond will start at 6 p.m. The basketball game's at 2, so if you want to go up and see both, Get a double you, header. you can do that. <clears throat> so 6 o'clock face-off at Clockner, uh, the Spiders in town to face the undefeated number 1-ranked Hoos. So we are very fortunate tonight to have former UVA goalie, uh, James Ireland. James, uh, not only was James a heck of a goalie on the lacrosse team, he also apparently was pretty good with the wrench because he helped put Klockner together. I think oh. the coaching staff said they needed a few extra hands, and he jumped in there. So, a jack of all trades. We so like he's, that. I like, I like players that contribute. You Multitasking. Know? Yes, yes, I like that. Mm. James, welcome to Who's Talking Tonight. Uh, thanks, Frank. Jim, great to be here. By the way, I got a little plumbing uh, I need done at the house. Can you come by? <laughs> uh, you don't want to know my rate. Oh, uh, <laughs> might be a little too might, might be a little too green for you. Oh, okay. I'll have to think about that. We know you have we know uh, you have a few bills in your pocket because your son is at UVA in his first year, so at least he didn't go away some prep school up north or something like that. So uh, he's he's saving no, you a few he, bills now, right? Yep, that's right. Yep, he's uh, he's excelling there uh, in the academic world, and uh, I'll put a plug in for for him and and his uh, first year players. There, uh, they got a a musical that they're doing uh, that he's got the lead role in. Uh, so I can't wait to get back to campus to watch that as well later this semester. Very cool. All right, James, let's talk about the Cavs. The Cavs are number one in the nation. Um, they defeated Michigan to open the season seventeen thirteen. I saw you on that beautiful sunny day. Um, they mm-hmm. defeated Harvard the following week in a very misleading score, 25-21. But at one point, I think Virginia was ahead by like 14 goals or something. Uh, and then Harvard coach decided to leave the starters in. And uh, uh, Lars Tiffany, being a nice guy, uh, played his whole bench. And the score became much closer on the scoreboard. But the game had been over for a long time. And then this past weekend... Virginia went down to Naples, Florida, and I don't know why they decided to go down to play in Naples, but uh, Ohio State traveled halfway across the U.S. to uh, meet the Cavaliers, and they found out in a hurry that they weren't playing football, and Virginia beat them 17-6. to um, You being a goalie, how is uh, the starting goalie for the University of Virginia Cavaliers, Matt Noons, how is he doing these days so far? Uh, so far, he's doing well. Um, I think he probably would have liked to have had a couple back from the Michigan, Michigan game. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvard, Harvard, like you said, it was, a, it was a tale of two halves, if anything. Um, hard to garner anything from that other than our offense was extremely explosive, scoring nine goals in seven minutes, which 
I'm sure is some kind of record, either uh, definitely at UVA, if not uh, across the country. Um, but he's doing well. I mean, he's got uh, greater than a 50% save average, which is what you want to see. Um, he's got, you know, a, a full year or two underneath his belt, and so he's leading, leading the defense, which, by the way, and I mentioned this last year when I was on the show, they're huge. They got 14 defensemen, 12 of which are over six feet. Um, they're just a bunch of really big guys, or men, as Lars would say, the men, uh, you know, the Veceloraptors, as they were once nicknamed. Um, but uh, you know, that Harvard score is uh, misleading. I know uh, a lot of alumni who who may have been playing the line on that one uh, lost some money. I think the the they didn't even cover the spread, which was uh, disappointing. <laughs> but still, nice to see them put up those numbers. Well, uh, he's as you've alluded to, the uh, Ars Tiffany has a giant defense. This Cade Sawstead is unbelievable. Um, you know, he's got uh, uh, George Fulton is a brute when he comes off the bench. Uh, Quentin Matsui's been playing, I think, for five years. He's out there, and the the fellow that I love to watch. I'm trying to remember his name. He's the other Kastner, Cole Kastner, six Cole. seven. Mm-hmm. So isn't that a basketball player? When when did six seven become a lacrosse player? But uh, uh, when when Sawstead and Caster are out there, you know they they can reach out and just disrupt passing lanes. That, you know, I mean, uh, would you like to have played behind guys like that? Uh, it's interesting. Um, I re- I remember distinctly remember I was one of the smaller guys at, at six feet and uh, you know a buck eighty when I was in school um, on the defensive side. Uh, Craig Ronald, Matt Crisp, uh, they were all six two. I think was the, the the tallest guy we had on the defense. Yep. Um, but pretty thick, and they were all putting up three hundred plus on a bench. Uh, you know, so they're all big, strong guys, and I really did enjoy because they could muscle some guys around. Uh, and I suspect Nunes is having the same the, the same great time, but behind guys, you know, when you got four guys in front of you that are above six or that are six five or taller, um, uh, the only thing I can say is that it, it might be difficult to to see those outlet passes uh, or even the shots coming because there's so much meat in front of you. You know, James. We're by the way, we're visiting with James Ireland, former uh, lacrosse goalie at, at Virginia. You know, as a basketball guy, I don't like turnovers, and I'm looking at the turnover stats from the Ohio State game. Virginia only committed 12 and forced 23. That's plus 11. That's got to be a big help uh, anytime you're playing lacrosse. Yeah, there's uh, there's a few things that are setting the uh, setting the the guys apart from the rest of the field. Um, one is the the aggressive play by the defense. Uh, and it's getting better each week. I think they were pretty disappointed the first two games of how they played, and so I'm sure they, they wanted to get after it, and I'm sure they did at practice. Um, and then the offense of being as explosive as it is, when you've got four guys that are in double digits on points after only three games, it, it's pretty impressive. Uh, and, you know, those those turnovers, when you look at them, they're, they're forced mostly by those six three, six, four guys, uh, and the, also the guys that are running up and down the field um, on the midfield line as well. You know, while we have you, I, wanna, I want you to uh, give us your perspective on uh, a couple of players. Uh, first off, Peyton Cormier, who's built like a tank, uh, scored seven goals against Ohio State because Ohio State dedicated like their whole defense to keep Connor Schellenberger, Virginia's uh, – to Orton Trophy uh, nominee in check, and he had only a, an assist or two, but he he ran the offense beautifully. 
And his pass may not have been an assist, but it was the pass that led to the pass that was an assist. But just talk about those two guys and anybody else on the offense that is so gifted. Sure. Um, yeah, when you're watching the game and standing up on the up in the hill there, and people are looking, you know, I'm getting older like you guys. So my my sight's not <laughs> great, but when you look down there and you see Peyton Cormier and you see Griffin Schultz, two guys that are six two, six three, two thirty, um, you know, they're tanks, right? Yeah. And it's really hard. It's really hard to body up on those guys. And then you throw the uh, the transfer in, um, the midfield transfer, uh, Ricky. Uh, Mike Zan from Stanford. You know yes. he's another guy, six two, two thirty five. So there is a lot of a lot of beef out there. But because there's so many so many utility weapons on the offensive end, it's going to be really hard, and it's shown to be really hard for defenses to be able to cover all of them. Right? They may be able to focus and shut Connor down, uh, but then somebody like Peyton steps up. You know, Xander, will, Xander stepped up as well. Uh, and then even look at Thomas McConvey, who's starting to come into his game uh, with 11 points as well. So it's really nice to be able to see them distribute the ball. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think I saw the stat. It was about 65 or greater than 65% of their goals are off of assists, which is really what you want. As a goalie, you know, for a guy coming down the lane and taking a shot, you have a pretty good view of it, even though it's going pretty fast. But when he comes down that line, you got a uh, coming down the angle um, or the alley, and you got a line on it, and then he passes it backside. Now you've got a, more of a complex shot where you've got to move your body, get your head in position, and then being able to make that save is much more difficult. Uh, so they're they're doing a good job distributing the ball um, with their assists, and you know, if they can continue that and get a few more guys into the mix, uh, they will be unstoppable this year. All right. So during the game, um, I did not get that Big Ten uh, special subscription, but had a couple um, close friends give me the blow-by-blow. They said there was a play during the game where uh, apparently Ohio State had a semi-fast break, and Ricky Mizan, the transfer from Stanford that played linebacker for the Stanford Cardinal, he caught up to this young man on a full sprint, jumped up in the air, and with one hand on the stick, stripped the ball, then scooped it up off the turf and took off the other way. And both announcers said that was unbelievable. And everybody said he's a physical freak, but a young man from uh, formerly of Episcopal School up in Alexandria uh, apparently said not so fast while I'm on this field, right? (laughs) Yeah, he is is an athletic specimen, um, that's for sure. Uh, like I said, him and when you throw Connor and uh, not Connor with uh, Peyton and, and Griffin in there, they, they're yep. just really big and very athletic, and they're all a little bit different uh, in what they bring to the game. And and for him, for Ricky in particular, uh, I remember watching that Michigan game, and and he came down. I think it was his first or second touch. Went to the goal, scored, and then he was kind of uh, uh, you know you didn't really see him until about the third or fourth quarter, and it was as if. Uh, Lars turned to him and said, hey, not so fast. You're not our scoring midfielder. We, we want to kind of keep you in check. We, we, we're going to need you later on in the season when people aren't expecting it. Um, but, yeah, he, he's going to continue to get better and just another weapon, another arrow in the quiver. I want to talk about two other players real quick before we let you go. Uh, a couple of the uh, defensive middies, uh, Grayson Saladay and also Pete Garno. In the past couple of years, Virginia has struggled with those short stick middies. But this year, it appears 
that they're in, that Virginia's in very good hands there. And so far this season, I think they're getting some mild praise from Lars Tiffany. I wondered if you had noticed them as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you would hope that that uh, Saladay um, would be able to step up, being a, being in the grad school year. Um, you know, neither one is huge. They kind of look alike. I mean, they're both, uh, from a size perspective, similar. Um, but I think Garno's starting to come into come into his own as a senior. He, he will, I think, play a, a bigger role as we move forward and we start to play some more difficult competition. Um, I think everybody who's, who's looked at the schedule can't wait for the 18th when they get to play uh, get to play Maryland. Yep. Um, which is a, you know another highly ranked highly ranked team. I don't want to disparage Richmond. I mean, they have been. Uh, you know, they lost to Maryland their first game, but have been kind of uncontested since. So they're always dangerous considering they, uh, they beat us last year. Um, but yeah, the defensive midfield is, is an important role. There's been debate among some of the old timers, whether you should go back to adding another long pole and having, uh, having five long poles on the field, as opposed to maximum of four, um, to be able to curtail some of those big guys like, um, you know, like, um, Ricky, right. but, uh, you know, so you need some of the smaller guys uh, to be able to handle some of those big guys. I mean, just look, I'm sure, in practice, you know, when, when Garneau and Saladay go against uh, some of the bigger guys, you know, that's that's where you get the practice from. All right, we're They're going to need to be on the field for that. We're going to have to leave it there. The next game for the Cavaliers yep. is this Saturday against the U of R Spiders. That game is at 6 p.m., as Habo pointed out earlier. Uh, we want to thank you, James, for joining us tonight. And uh, we're going to come back after this break. We're going to break down the rest of the ACC games ahead, including Virginia's two big games, as well as some uh, Olympic sports news. Stay with us. Who's Talking continues. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmondallergy.com. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces. Whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, Garlic Parm, Apple Butter Barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. It's your 
number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Charles McDaniel, starting UVA linebacker from 82 to 85, set a record with 130 tackles. Now McDaniel is the president of Hildrup Moving and Storage, an agent for United Van Lines. The same discipline McDaniel showed on the field is now seen through his leadership at Hildrup. Whether you're moving your home, company, or employees, Hildrup is committed to helping you get to your next destination with ease. Their game plan, to be the best moving services company, period. Next time you need help moving... Call Hildrup at 800-476-6683. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3. 114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Jeff McDonald and Associates is a personal injury and workers' compensation law firm based out of Richmond, Virginia. For over 25 years, our attorneys at Jeff McDonald Associates have been standing up to big insurance bullies for our clients. With our no fee guarantee, you will owe us nothing until you have won your case. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury or been wronged, just call the Yates. 804-888-8888. Bringing you the latest with all things UVA athletics. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobble-Hobgood on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, and now on 105.1 FM. Who's talking is back, 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 back. Final segment tonight. We've had a lot of fun with Park Ivroni doing a nice tribute for Terry Holland, the uh, the great coach. Uh, Terry Gates always called him the big whistle. We will miss the big whistle. All right. Dr. Boyd Rawls joined us in the second segment with Ortho Virginia Injury Report. And then we just had the pleasure of hearing from James Ireland, former UVA goalie on the lacrosse team. And... Jim Hobgood is dying to tell you about the baseball program. Yes, speaking back, 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 back. Home <laughs> run. Now the baseball team off to a 7-0 start. After oh, you like them apples, That's huh? right. After sweeping uh, Columbia over the weekend, uh, they play VMI uh, tomorrow at, uh, at home. 3 o'clock first pitch. Uh, this is part of a 10-game homestand, so they played three. So the seven games remaining on this homestand, but the uh, baseball who's under Brian O'Connor, off to a terrific start, uh, looking like it could be 
another terrific season for Virginia baseball and maybe a trip back to Omaha. Well, that would I, be nice. I would, I would like to think that this team has all the components. Jake Geloff uh, is hitting home runs. Well, they're certainly scoring a lot of runs, that's and, for sure. And they have a slew of hitters that are, are able to drive the ball deep into the outfield. And, uh, you know, when they're racking up doubles like that, it, and uh, uh, we're hoping to have Coach O'Connor on in, in the uh, coming weeks. Uh, and But baseball, it always is. It's all about pitching. And I want to point out real quick, uh, the leadoff hitter is from St. Christopher's and uh, Griffo Farrell, and he's having a good season so far. Um, we've also got uh, Jay Wolfuck, who was a product of Benedictine, uh, playing middle and sometimes closing relief. And he had, a, he had, he had the win the other day. He yes. got credited with the win. And... Listen, Jay Wolfe can pitch. Well, he's uh, obviously a, a terrific athlete uh, playing both football and baseball, so he's very gifted, uh, but helping the baseball team this spring, and I'm sure they're happy to have him. Oh, yeah. Uh, tennis team had a win and a loss. Uh, they're hoping to get, get – they've got to right the ship. Now, uh, people have to understand that their top player left, and he played in a Davis Cup match, so they lost him – at a time where they needed him at the ITAs, the Internet Indoor Tennis Association. But he will be back at some point, He is coming back, so it'll be nice to have. All right, I'm told from our engineer, Linnell, that we have about two minutes to go. Uh, Basketball who's uh, tomorrow night is a – it's hard to overstate how big a game this is. Coming off a couple of disappointing performances – Clemson obviously played well over the weekend. Got to uh, give them credit. Uh, you got to give them credit for a win in Raleigh. This is a game. If Virginia does win, they uh, clinch the double bye, uh, meaning they would play on Thursday in Greensboro, not before. And that's important for this team. I'm I'm convinced that if Virginia can win this game Tuesday night, seven o'clock, against the Clemson Tigers. I think that the the break that they're going to get will give Coach Bennett and his staff a chance to help rally the team, regroup tactically, and also people like Beekman, if he's still nursing a hamstring, he needs some days off. Well, absolutely. But uh, I think is the confidence as much as anything else is probably damaged a little bit. So that that beyond the win, they need to play well, and and hopefully a sold out crowd at JPJ will. Uh, be just the uh, the medicine they need. Well, you know the Cavaliers are twenty one and six. That's still not too shabby. No, Thir- and I think uh, thirteen as I said and five earlier, overall. The trick is getting this win Tuesday night in a sold out JPJ makes all the difference. And I, I have they, no doubt they beat Louisville at the end of the season. If they win these two and Miami beats Pitt on Saturday, mm-hmm. it's a three way tie for first. So technically, they would be co-regular season champions, but they would be the third seed because they because of the tiebreakers. But still, still have a chance to finish first in the league uh, the way I think things will unfold this week, and if, if the, we win our two. But the double bye is the key to this. Absolutely. You, you don't want to play until Thursday. Uh, it, it's hard to win the tournament if you play before Thursday. Now, More often than not, one of the teams that plays on Thursday is going to win the tournament. All right, the music tells us we don't have much time. I would like to point out that uh, I had the pleasure today of uh, shaking hands with uh, head coach, head football coach Tony Elliott and uh, Carla Williams, the athletic director of University of Virginia, and wish them well as they are working with Low Davis on Cav Futures. Absolutely. We'll talk to you three times next week, starting next Monday at 6 o'clock. Thanks for listening. Go Hoos. 
listening to Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Brought to you by Ortho, Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press. From the Pearson Signature Dealership Studio, this is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, WRNL Richmond and WRVQ HD2 Richmond. Always live on the free Odyssey app.